Welcome to Discovering the Law, an educational program directed to all of those who would like to learn a little bit about the law. My name is attorney Lucy Rivera, and I am here to introduce to you our very special guest for February, attorney Angela McConey. Attorney Angela McConey is a Boston attorney appointed to the Civil Service Commission, and she volunteers for the Massachusetts Bar Foundation, for which she currently serves as the president. Angela, welcome to the Discovering the Law production of February. Good evening, Lucy. It is a pleasure to be here. Angela, tell us a little bit about you. Yes, thank you, Lucy. So I've had a long career in public service. Before my appointment to the Civil Service Commission, I served as an administrative magistrate for the Division of Administrative Law Appeals. After my previous service as the Commission's General Counsel, I have also been a Suffolk County prosecutor and worked as a legal counsel in the Massachusetts House of Representatives. I'm also serving my second term as an elected town meeting member in the town of Milton. Sounds an illustrious and interesting career in public service, Angela. Congratulations, and we're grateful for all your hard work in furthering the public service. But tell us a little bit about the Massachusetts Bar Foundation. What is its mission? So the Massachusetts Bar Foundation, or the MBF, represents the commitment of lawyers and judges of Massachusetts to improve the administration of justice, to promote an understanding of the law, and to ensure equal access to the legal system for all residents of the Commonwealth, especially those who are most vulnerable. Laudable objectives, Angela. Uh, how does the Massachusetts Bar Foundation carry out this mission? So the, the foundation was founded in 1964 and is the philanthropic partner of the Massachusetts Bar Association. So I've been involved for about 16 years. And last year I was elected as the first president of color in the foundation's then 58 year history. So the foundation raises money from lawyers, judges, law firms, and others in the legal community to support our three priority funding areas. And those three priority funding areas are improving the administration of justice, promoting an understanding of the law, and expanding access to the legal system to all, regardless of income. Very interesting. So about how many lawyers and judges are involved in this in the foundation? So attorneys and judges who express an interest <coughs> in our mission are invited to become fellows of the foundation. They make a financial pledge that can be as little as $150 a year. Um, the fellows form the backbone of the organization as they support our work financially through volunteerism, through committee and board service. So right now we have about 1,400 fellows. Some of the fellows contribute financially um, throughout the year or at the end of year annual appeal. Others choose to volunteer their time in helping us review grant applications and to make funding decisions. And some go on to be trustees. Um, that is our board of trustees. So the board of trustees is comprised of 22 attorneys and judges representing all the regions of the Commonwealth and all areas of practice. So in addition to myself um, being an officer, the other officers for 2022, 2023 are Vice President Perry Wu, Treasurer Melissa Langa, and Secretary Ed Dombrowski. Thank you, Angela. 
um, what are some of the projects that you guys support at the MFA, MBF? So as I said earlier, we have the three priority funding areas. So number one is improving the administration of justice. So about 20% of our funding goes to relieve the burden on our courts by funding alternative dispute resolution programs across the state, like mediation and conciliation programs. And these programs are crucial because they help litigants to resolve matters out of court and help reduce the number of pro se litigants appearing in court. So that, that really helps the court docket, is helping the court system to function, and it's also helping pro se people um, and also getting the matters resolved probably in a faster way. Another way that MBF helps to improve administration of justice is by investing in independent judicial education. So there's a, a program called the Flashner Judicial Institute that trains judges. So we also help to fund that. Um, number two, as I said earlier, was promoting an understanding of the law. And you know we're very mindful that we need to continually cultivate a pipeline of new attorneys, especially attorneys of color and those with backgrounds that aren't fully reflected in our legal profession. And we hope that many of these new attorneys will be inspired to pursue career paths in public interest law. And the key to that is young people. So we, we support um, um, high school students um, the, in a, the Mass Bar Association's mock trial program, which teaches high school students the fundamentals of the legal system and allows them to experience aspects of a court case and process. Um, another high school program is the Supreme Judicial Course Program, Judicial Youth Corps, which brings students from urban areas, Boston, Worcester, and Springfield into the court system during the summer months to learn about the judicial system. So that's just the high school kids. Um, for the law students, um, very exciting. We have a legal intern fellowship program um, with stipends for about $6,000 each for law students who intern as nonprofit legal, at nonprofit legal aid organizations during the summer. And our students are wonderful. They're diverse by race, ethnic background, socioeconomic background, so sexual orientation, some of them are first-generation college students, first-generation Americans, immigrants, people grew up, who grew up speaking English as a second language. And some of our um, fellows actually grew up in households where they have family members of different um, immigration documentation status. So it's a very diverse group and wonderful students. And for the first time this year, we received funding from the Commonwealth to create a new Gantt Judicial Scholarship Program in memory of the late Chief Justice Ralph Gantz, and those will be stipends of $8,000 um, for law students working with interns with Massachusetts judges. Um, I think the biggest area thing that people most be familiar with, with us is um, through our IOTA grants program, expanding legal aid to legal organizations across the state. And this is to help um, low-income clients with legal matters, civil, civil legal matters. So it could be areas of domestic violence, housing, Child and education advocacy, immigration, healthcare, access to benefits. Um, and these programs, you know, for example, someone fleeing a, a, a violent partner, someone denied special education services for a disabled child, fleeing evic facing eviction from your home, a refugee um, fleeing violence in your home country, an elder wrongfully terminated from healthcare benefits. So in these situations, the help of a legal advocate can make all the difference. And that's where our funding comes in. So we have programs in Berkshire County, 
Um, for example, the housing court, housing and mediation program, the Zara Homeless Program in Worcester, Northwest Legal Aid Domestic Violence Helpline Project, Metro West Legal Services Wage Theft Project, Rian Immigration Law Immigration Services, South Coastal Counties Legal Services Elder Law Project, and the Barnstable County um, Bar Association Lawyer for the Day Program. So when I say we cover the state, we 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 truly cover the state. We truly are statewide, and we help vulnerable people all across the Commonwealth. Um, Angela, all this requires funding, as you mentioned. Uh, does the Massachusetts Bar Foundation make grants, and how much money does does it make for these grants? Does give away? So every every year is different. You know, the economy changes. Um, but last year, um, our total grants um, came to $2.6 million. And um, what about how many legal aid programs does that fund for the Massachusetts Fire Foundation? Yes. So basically, we were able to fund 89 programs at 64 different legal organizations. And those grantees ranged from large regional service providers to legal programs at small nonprofits and you know everything in between. And again, our grant making strategy is focused regionally with the belief that every region in the Commonwealth has unique needs and unique approaches to service delivery. Do you tell everyone in viewing us or will watch this program later on that this episode is about uh, the president of the Massachusetts Bar Foundation, Angela McCoy, and the Massachusetts Bar Foundation's work. This episode will be viewed at www.discoveringthelaw.com and it's also going to be posted at the BNN's website. Um, Angela, yes. tell us a little bit about uh, why is supporting the Massachusetts Bar Foundation so important? Well, the work is crucial. There is a huge justice gap in Massachusetts. So to be eligible for legal aid in Massachusetts is 125% of the poverty level, which comes to 37,500 for a family of four. So that's a very low bar. But even with income eligible clients, nearly 45% get turned away due to lack of capacity. That's a very, very high number. Um, the other issue is that self-representation is a huge problem in the courts. People coming in um, in the middle of, you know, horrible difficulty representing themselves um, in a court system. Um, and also as lawyers, um, we have a responsibility really to give back, um, to use our unique skills in service to others. So this is an avenue for us to do that. And especially, as I said, to to really shrink that, that it's a justice gap. It really is a justice gap. And, and I think as attorneys, we really, it's part of, our, part of our responsibility to help shrink that huge justice gap in Massachusetts. So in order to, to fill this gap, um, you, I guess the Boston Bar, Massachusetts Bar Foundation would like attorney involvement. Yes. How would attorneys can get involved? How can they help out? Yes. So I think I'll look at the whys and why would they want to get involved? So, of course, 
you want to get involved. We're all living, working together in a democracy. Of course, we want to get involved to help our neighbors, um, to ensure equal access to justice for all. But it um, within the actual foundation, it's a wonderful collegial and philanthropic community. It's a place to have great networking opportunities, especially for younger attorneys to get to know attorneys of different backgrounds across the state, um, different career levels, opportunity to take part in grant making decisions in your own community, and to learn about legal services across the state. Because when we when we do, when we look at our grant making, we have two different sets of committees, regional and also by topic. So every every program gets a thorough review. Um, for attorneys, um, especially younger attorneys who have an idea about philanthropy but aren't sure how to do it, it's a good way to learn about serving others, learning about working on a nonprofit, learning about working um, on a board, learning, working with others. And again, understanding the impact that those dollars make on other people um, who are less privileged than we are. Um, and I think also we... As attorneys are truly privileged people, we, we, we don't, we don't understand that there are people in Massachusetts who don't have those advantages and, I, and I, there are quite a few of them. Um, how would attorneys get involved? Um, we have a wonderful website, www.massbarfoundation.org has all our contact information. We have wonderful staff. We'd be happy, um, to talk with any attorney who's interested. Um, in getting involved with the foundation. As I said earlier, some people don't have the time to serve on a committee or we just want to do a one-year program or simply just want to send a check. Um, we, we, we welcome any level of involvement, but please, um, www.massbarfoundation.org um, to get involved. And we also, you, you don't have to be an attorney. We have, you can be a friend of the MBF. You can be, we have people who are, who are interested in justice in the community who, who, who sometimes want to be involved. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Angela. Um, I, tell us a little bit about the levels of involvement for the MBA. Like, uh, is there a tiers of contribution that they can donate or how can they support it economically? Yes. So for fellows, there are different tiers. Uh, again, I joined at that level because I was a humble assistant district attorney. Uh, and that was the level I could afford to come in. Uh, and that was almost 16 years ago. Um, but it was, it's, it's so that everyone, any, any um, level of attorney, whether you're a government attorney, you're a part of a fancy law firm, if you're interested in serving others, you can join the Mass Power Foundation of um, President's level. So again, whatever level, and again, some people, like I said, just want to give a donation at the end of the year, um, whatever um, level you're comfortable with, that is fine. I want to bring you back as to uh, IOLTA. You mentioned something about IOLTA. Yes. Uh, could you tell us what is IOLTA? Yes. So IOLTA is another, you know, all these acronyms we, we use, you know, <laughs> as lawyers, we forget that. A lot of people don't understand what IOLTA is. So IOLTA basically stands for Interest on Lawyers Trust Accounts. Um, it is a program mandated by the Supreme Judicial Court. It requires lawyers and law firms to establish interest-bearing accounts for client deposits, which are nominal in amount or large amounts to be held for a short time. So basically, um, in regular English, lawyers don't collect the interest of clients' money. So if you're buying a home or any drugs, 
short term, that money goes into the account and the interest. So the interest, all the interest, pooled interest on all these accounts across the state is disbursed to three legal charities in Massachusetts. My foundation, the Mass Bar Foundation, the Boston Bar Foundation, and the Massachusetts Legal Assistant Corporation. So last year, that statewide pooled interest totaled $7 million. So that's quite a nice sum. And um, those funds can only be used for civil legal aid or programs that improve the administration of justice. We are almost coming to the close of the program. Uh, we just have 25 minutes. Uh, but um, tell us a little bit about the Massachusetts Bar Foundation events. What's coming up? What do you have planned? You're the president. I would like to hear a little bit about you. Yes. Yeah, so basically every year we have an annual meeting. Um, basically it's our annual meeting where the elections are held. It's a nice time for all our fellows to meet annually, again, from across the state. Um, so this year the program is March 9th at Suffolk Law School. Um, in the fall, we also hold receptions for our grantees. And because we are statewide, we always have one in Boston. And then there's always a second one, either in Worcester or Springfield or another Western Mass location. And again, those are occasions where it's good that the, the fellows come out, the judges come out, um, the grantees come out, and it's good for everyone to, to meet with each other. And, and then basically, I think, to see what, the foundation is doing on a big level is people who are in the different parts of the state or in the different areas of practice get to meet each other and, and learn from each other and learn the good and be inspired to do more good um, with the foundation. Angela, can you tell us a little bit? We still have a little bit more time. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about how the MBA promotes the understanding of the, um, an understanding of the law for, for example, for, for high school students. Yes. So it's the Mass Bar Foundation or the MBA. Um, so basically, um, for the high school students, uh, we actually, I think it's March 15th, the mock trial is going to be at um, Nathaniel Hall. Um, and I will be there presenting a big, one of those big outsized checks um, to the winner, the winning high school. Um, and again, it's a great way for the, the students to learn, to basically have a trial, have attorneys be the judges, and they go through a whole trial experience. Um, and, and again, that's a nice way to get students to understand the law and get them into the pipeline system. And then the second high school program is the Digital Youth Corps program, um, which has the students, they work in the courthouses in Boston, Worcester, and Springfield with court staff. So the students, in addition to being in the courthouse, they're getting paid and they also gain mentors. These students who are in urban areas get to meet judges, court clerks, and attorneys, they get to see how the law actually functions. Now, you are called the Massachusetts Bar Foundation. So yes. I understand that for this high school students, and I, I suspect for everything else, you're not just based in Boston. Tell us about the other cities that this, this high school program will touch upon. Right. So the program is... Um, Boston, Worcester, and Springfield. And right. the, I mean, we, we are a small state, but again, we, we always say that we are statewide. Um, we, we work with um, all the 
the bars. So we have, we call the county bars. So the Norfolk County Bar, a Worcester County Bar, um, Boston, Boston Bar Association. So we all work, we work with all the bars. We work with all the programs to make these programs happen. And basically, I think all of us as attorneys know that we want to enlarge the practice. And we keep saying the word pipeline, um, but it really is a way of getting students interested in the law, students who wouldn't normally know an attorney, um, and to just experience the system, get to know, get get to meet live attorneys, judges, court personnel, and and learn it can be a profession for them. It can be it can be a way it can be a way of life for them. That sounds um, necessary and very timely. Concerning the expansion of access to the legal system for all, your mission, uh, what are some of the programs uh, that these regions would cover in the state? For example, like you, I think you, you did mention healthcare advocacy, but yes. are there other programs that you focused about when you're expanding access to the legal system for all? Yes, I mean, um, and there we we cover so many programs we um if if you go on our website we actually did a, a fantastic graphic that has a map of massachusetts okay so there's actually a map there's actually a map on our website and it shows you so basically i'm looking at it right now so we have community legal aid domestic violence program all the way into berkshires we have a family mediation program in Western Mass. We have programs in the North, the Gene Geiger program in the Northeast. We have stuff in the South Coast. So we we really, really, um, Lucy, we really, we we really cover the entire state and all practice areas. Um, well, Angela, with one minute left, uh, what are some of the key takeaways uh, <laughs> for the public? Um, I know that we do have, you did mention domestic violence, housing, child and education advocacy, immigration health healthcare advocacy, access to benefits and more. It just, as president of this amazing uh, our foundation and the mission, so important and necessary. Um, tell us some of your parting thoughts and then we'll have to wrap up. Yes, um, I'll, I'll say this, Lucy. I've been, I've been involved in many boards in my life. I, I could say that community boards, church boards, legal boards. And I, I can say in all truthfulness that this is the best board I've ever served on. Not because I'm president, but because everybody, not just the board, not just the fellows, everybody is so selfless and take, everyone takes this justice so seriously. In a democracy, we cannot leave our fellow citizens behind to falter. We cannot ignore people have to have, people must have dignity. And we must ensure that our fellow citizens have dignity and dignity before the law. I think it was crucial in the founding of this country and it's even more crucial now, but really serve and serving others. I think as attorneys, I get tremendous, tremendous satisfaction out of serving others through the foundation. And it was a good way for me to learn more about philanthropy when I got involved 16 years ago. That time has gone by. <laughs> well, it, it seems like yesterday, 